This episode is brought to you by Novello Mattresses, where comfort meets innovation, giving you the perfect night's sleep you've been dreaming of. Are you tired of tossing and turning all night, struggling to find a comfortable position? Look no further than Novilla Mattresses, the ultimate sleep solution designed with your comfort in mind. Experience the luxury of a good night's sleep with Novilla's advanced mattress technology. Their mattresses are crafted using the finest materials, providing the perfect balance of support and softness. Whether you prefer a plush feel or a firmer surface, Novilla has a mattress that caters to your unique sleep preference. But what sets Novilla apart from the rest? It's their commitment to innovation and and quality. Each mattress is thoughtfully engineered to provide optimal spinal alignment, reducing pressure points, and ensuring you wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated every morning. Say goodbye to restless nights and hello to blissful sleep with Novilla's cutting-edge cooling technology. Their mattresses are designed to regulate temperature, keeping you cool and comfortable throughout the night. No more waking up in a sweat, just pure, uninterrupted sleep. Worried about allergens and dust mites? Don't be. Novilla mattresses are hypoallergenic and resistant to common allergens, ensuring a healthier sleep environment for you and your loved ones. And here's the best part. Novilla is committed to affordability. They believe that everyone deserves a great night's sleep without breaking the bank. That's why their mattresses are competitively priced, giving you the best value for your money. But don't just take our word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already made the switch to Novilla. Even when your mom comes to my place, just know she's getting a great night's sleep, among other things. <laughs> Experience the difference for yourself and discover what it truly means to sleep like you've never slept before. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% off any purchase you make through Novilla directly. Ready to transform your sleep experience? Visit their website today and choose the Novilla mattress that suits your needs. Your journey to a better night's sleep starts now with Novilla mattresses. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Sam put your name at the top of his list And the Statue of Liberty started shaking a fist And the eagle will fly and it's gonna be hell When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing a bell And it feels like the whole wide world is raining down on you Courtesy of the red, white, and blue Hello and what is going on my fellow Schwoke Lords, what is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? Okay, uh, welcome to the podcast today. I've not seen the Super Bowl yet. Uh, this is being recorded before the Super Bowl. So if something cool happens, I haven't seen it yet. So uh, here's fingers crossed to a nip slip. I, is that, should we be wishing for nip slip? Ain't, you know, I actually think women should be allowed to show their boobs in public. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird like that. It's the, you know, uh, this is the type of guy you get. Yeah. I love, I love the free the nipple campaign. I'm just like, yes, I am all for this. Especially, I don't know, especially some things. Uh, I don't know. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like women should be able to wear them in public. Isn't most of the time wearing a bra for like some women that support some women? It's just like, we have to, you know, like those nice small perky ones, you know? Yeah. Y'all don't need to wear a bra. In fact, you'll make society better if you don't wear a bra. 
Uh, the big ones, your choice, but you know who you are. <laughs> you know, if, you know, I've seen some saggers, dude. And you're just like, how are like, I guess you're you're buying good bras or something like that. I don't know how boobs work. Well, actually, I, I mean, I've only felt them. Okay, folks, I've only felt a boob. I've only felt boobs. I've never haven't studied them in detail or anything. Oh yeah, that that's that. Uh, that's a good question. All right, all right. Say you're hooking up with a lady. And you feel a bump on her boobs. Do you tell her then, or do you tell her when you're finished? <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, I mean, if you give her a good time, it's fine. If you don't give her a good time, maybe, I don't know. But isn't it, like, a priority of, like, if you're a guy and you're feeling a lump on a lady's boobs, like, aren't you supposed to, shouldn't you, you need to let them know. I'm like, hey, I kind of felt something there, you know? I don't know. We're that might be a little too much, and especially at the beginning of the episode. Cool. We're gonna. No one's gonna see this episode on YouTube. All right. Cool. 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 Um. Yeah. I went to a fundraising dinner last night for the music department, uh, the school I work at, and uh, it was a fun time. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to a fundraising event, like a fundraising type of dinner, where like. I haven't played at it, and also I haven't been to one in a while that did not have booze. Like, I, I gotta tell you, this is a school, and they had it at the school, and, like, the kids were, like, waiters and shit like that, so you couldn't, like, bring booze in. But I, I gotta say, though, like, if you're doing a fundraiser type of event, and it's a dinner, like, it's a good idea to get some booze in there, because if you're gonna do some auction, if you're gonna auction awesome stuff, you're gonna want some people with some alcohol in their system, okay? Some you need. That's why fun, some fundraisers do so well. It's because they they booze you up a little bit, you know. They get you, get some alcohol in your system, and then they uh, and they get you going. Uh, I'm not drinking right now. Uh, I'm trying to lose weight. I actually have lost like over ten pounds. So, uh, be gone, fuck. Be gone to all my. Fatness. I don't know. I'm looking thinner. Looking. I'm feeling. I'm feeling thinner. I'm feeling a little bit better though. So, what's my secret? I'm not telling you right now. Uh, I don't know why I'm not telling you my secret. I'm just uh, actually. I can tell you. I'm just eating less. That's all I'm really doing. You know, if you you know, it's dieting is as simple as just literally all you have to do is uh, burn more calories than you consume. That's all. Literally all you have to do. That's literally all you have to do. And then you can you can cheat every now. It's not Ozempic though. I'll tell you that. I'm not on I'll just tell you I'm I'm just nicotine pouches. I gotta tell you, it's suppressing my hunger. Uh but I'm also an adult and I know the I know the uh the consequences and I, I I'm educated on the subject. So that's kind of a thing though. Like should you should you educate yourself on a drug before you try it, you know? Because, like, a lot of people are against weed, and then they learn all the side effects. I'm like, yeah, smoking is not good, but, like, you know, you take an edible or some other form of it, you know. You know, because, like, the smoking part's bad because it's just bad for your lungs. I think that's – they figured it out with vaping, too. It's just bad for your lungs, but it's not as bad as tobacco. But, uh, you know, nicotine pouches uh, – and it's weird. You can't be like, dude, you got to try these nicotine pouches because you shouldn't be, like, telling people to, like, get into drugs, you know, stuff like that. But then at the same time, it's like – if someone asks my opinion, I'm going to tell them it's the fucking best. So, uh, uh, nicotine, Ozempic for poor people. But no, uh, it was fun. Music department thing was fun last night. 
you know, I, I dressed up. I got the gold jacket on, you know. I thought it was a Valentine's dinner. Apparently, it was like a Chiefs-themed dinner, so I was the best-dressed person there, which is all that matters. This is the type of guy you get. Because, uh, yeah, because this, this is the Valentine's Day episode, so I have to talk to you. We're going to talk about fucking moms, and, uh, yeah, I want to dedicate this Valentine's Day episode to your mom, even though she wasn't at this fundraiser last night. Uh, because, um, yeah, all, all, every, everyone's mom needs loving, except for some of your moms are bitches, okay? You know, that's why I tell students, like, some of your moms need to figure it out. And that's all I can really say to 15-year-olds. But, uh, yeah. Um, before we move on, I do want to talk about the passing of the late great, now great, late great, I don't know how to say it. Is that, can you even say that? Of Toby Keith. Uh, I probably don't agree with him politically on a lot of things. Uh, and, uh, I think, you know, you know, him being like the, you know, there was a time, like after 9-11, country music went way too patriotic when it used to be like awesome, you know, when like, you know, in the nineties when country music was awesome. And then now it's like a bunch of fucking frat bros, you know, last night we let the liquor talk. Fuck you, Morgan Walls. (laughs) But, uh. But yeah, no, um, I, I always loved Toby Keith. He had this song called Drunk Americans, which is a great song. And I think that's a song that no one really, no one listens to by Toby Keith. They just think he's like a Trump guy. And he's, I don't think he's ever, he's probably endorsed Trump. But uh, on the most part, he was just, he was more patriotic than, than most, uh, I would say, about Toby Keith. Uh, one of my favorite memories of him was, uh, not of him, I don't, I don't know the guy. I never met the guy. Uh me and my dad would we would sing his songs. I want like he had that song. I want to talk about me. Want to talk about I want to talk about number one. My dad loved that song, so he always enjoyed uh, singing it together and stuff like that. And also, I have to say though, if you're a musician um, and you're like, no, nah, I'm not gonna play. I'm not. You know, you're playing country. I'm like, I don't want to play any fucking Toby Keith. I gotta tell you, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. I don't care. You know, you know, you'd be like, I am as liberal as they come, I fucking hate this country. He's like, put on red, white, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Uncle Sam, put, we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American, and like, we're, and you know, you're all singing it, all chipper and shit like that. And we're like, of course we're all, we like, I like America. You know, I, I think we need to be held accountable for some things, but I think, uh, yeah, I like living. I, mean, I kind of want to live somewhere else, dude. People, people talk about how like America's bad though. But then you like, you think about like, you know, a bunch of foreigners trying to get in here and you're like, and I hate it here, you know, why are you, why are you want to be here? I'm like, your country must suck, you know, I don't like Trump, you know, I'm wearing the Trump Nimrod shirt today, and uh, I will gotta say that he was right about some of those countries being shitholes, I'm not saying those people are bad, the people are probably great, their countries just suck, you know, that's why I want to move here, that's, you know, that makes you wonder how the people in those other, you know, like, a lot of them, like, migrate to the United States, because we're, because we're fucking rad, but uh, it makes you just question, like, these other kind of like are, you know, at least the smart ones are coming over here, you know, like that's fine. You know, I don't care. You know, send the smartest guys over here. You know, that's fine. They, they can come. Let's just not let the idiot, let not the idiots in. And, and I'll be like, what do you think you have an idea for a test? I'm like, I absolutely don't because we will make it as racist as possible. That's how America work. You can't, he's too many people of different cultures in one place. People are just like, I don't like it. It's weird. You know, you like that, but you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, Toby Keith, rest in peace, Toby Keith, uh, we don't agree on everything, but 
Uh, we can agree that every other country sucks. So that's all <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, plus, uh, I thought you remember he performed a while ago when, and I was like, man, he's looking really thin. You know, he's looking nice and trim. I want to know what diet he's on. And I was like, oh, he has cancer. I'm like, never mind then. Never mind. That's not good weight loss then. Uh, like put me, (laughs) just me, like put me on that diet. And then, uh, the diet is cancer. And, uh, yeah, that's why, uh, you don't, that's why cancer is not the best way to lose weight, folks. Um, it is probably... Most nutritionists would probably tell you, and uh, it's uh, cancer is not the best way to uh, get weight loss. Uh, but don't ask me on that. I am not a doctor, but I assume that doctors are right when they say that uh, cancer is not a good way to lose weight. Just saying, just saying, though, folks. Uh, that's you know, it's like we live in a society and. Uh, Let's go full throttle. So anyways, though, thank you guys so much for uh, clicking on my dumb fucking face and checking out this episode today. I have music under Shweezy. That's uh, wherever you get music at, it's going to be under Shweezy. And so if you listen to the Shweezy music, you are listening to me and supporting me. And you guess what? And I really like that. So definitely check that out. Uh, You can find me on social media at the Shweezy. That's wherever you are on social media, Uh, especially TikTok. Check out our TikTok, too. that's that. Those that that is what I like to call cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. So definitely uh, check that out as well. Uh, we have a Patreon page and also Cash App and PayPal, all in our little link tree thing in the description of this episode. So definitely check that out if you want to financially support the show or give like a small donation. Uh, all of that is supporting me and telling. And you know, honestly, it's just a great way to say thank you for being a friend. And uh, you know, and. Uh, You know what they say. Man proposes and God disposes. So uh, definitely check that. But remember all the free shit you can do. uh, Make sure, like, make sure if you're listening, check out our YouTube page. We post highlights and uh, shorts and all that stuff, and we post the highlights. So that way uh, you you leave comments and we can talk about it. Uh, That's where we're putting most of our Mike Bickle stuff. And so uh, hopefully we're going to have a collection of everything I've just, like, read about him throughout these last couple of months. God damn, dude. Um, and make sure you subscribe over there, obviously, and leave in comments and shit like that. But make sure you go to, oh, subscribe. Subscribe everywhere. Just subscribe to me everywhere. Uh, leave us a review. Give us a 543 star rating for you listeners out there, especially on Apple and Spotify. Those are the, those are great. Those are just free shit you can do. So make sure you're doing all the free shit and uh, help, uh, help little old daddy out. Daddy. Fun, fun fact. Uh, on the little soundboard I have here, there's little pictures, so I can, like, quick find them for the sound drop. And under Daddy, it's just a picture of me. <laughs> oh, no. Man proposes and God disposes. That's not what I wanted. There we go. There we go. Just delayed audience laughter. That's how it works. Let's jump into previous week right now. Previous week right now. Um, It's just last week's news right now. Like I said, we have not seen the Super Bowl yet, so no Super Bowl coverage today. Uh, if there's anything, if anything good happens, usually football games are boring and it's Usher at the halftime show. So, you know, I agree. I agree with Green Day (laughs) when they, when, you know, the Billy Joe Armstrong 2012 I Heart Radio Meltdown uh, history where uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, Green Day, he had a, he was having a little bit of a drinking problem, maybe some other stuff too, but mainly he said it was a drinking problem. And uh, he had a little meltdown on the stage because they told him that he needed to. Green Day had to finish early 
for Usher, and I gotta agree with him. If I was at if I was at that fucking festival or whatever they had, and then I was listening to Green Day, and they're like, "Hey, Green Day, shut the fuck up. We need Usher to come back on. St- we need Usher on stage." I'd be fucking pissed too. I wouldn't break a guitar though. Boys, I think it's cool to break guitars, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, if they could be repaired easier, you know, I would do it. But usually, uh, break every salvageable part of it to do it. So I'm out. So, uh, as our buddy would say, Phil DeFranco. Let's just jump into it. Uh, first article we got here from the Roy's Report. Thank you, Julie, for this update. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. We're talking about Mike Bickle and more fucking details of what that motherfucker's doing. Um, so this is from, like I said, the Roy's Report. Woman claims Mike Bickle sexually abused her when she was 14 years old. That's rough, buddy. Uh, bro. Um, a Michigan woman is accusing International House of Prayer founder Mike Bickle of sexually abusing her th- 43 year, forty three years ago when she was 14 and Bickle was pastoring at a church in St. Louis, the Kansas City Star reported. The woman, Tammy Woods, told the Star that Bickle began abusing her in the early 1980s when he was the pastor of South County Christian Fellowship, where her family attended, and Woods was Bickle's babysitter. According to Woods, Bickle abuse abuse began with kissing, but progressed to fondling and Bickle moving on top of her until he released. Bro. Uh, Woods, who's using her maiden name, is the second woman to tell her story of alleged abuse by Mike Bickle. Uh, to the media, primary alleged victim Jane Doe told her story exclusively to the Roy's Report last November, and weeks later, the International House of Prayer Kansas City permanently separated from Bickle. Doe claimed Bickle used prophecy to sexually abuse her from 1996 to 1999, and said the abuse included everything but intercourse. Similarly, Woods told the star her abuse never included intercourse. However, she said she wanted to make something clear, Give it, given a report to IHOP Kansas City's third-party investigation, which published last week, the reports say that Mike Bickle admitted he had sexually contact with another woman in 2002 to 2003, but claimed it involved her touching me, but not me touching her. He did touch me, Woods told the star, and so he moved my hand to touch him sexually, and he did touch me in return. Woods also told the star that Bickle told her that he believed his wife, Diane, would die and we could be together, something Doe reported that Bickle told her as well. However, unlike Doe's accounts, Woods said Bickle never said God told him that. Uh, Woods, who's now a mother and grandmother, told the star that she stayed silent all these years because she believed she was Bickle's only victim. However, after reading the details of Doe's abuse, she said she could no longer stay silent. Holy mackerel, I was duped, Woods recalled, thinking the parallels took my breath away, literally. Last week, Woods told her husband, her pastor, and some family members... (coughs) That's cool. Thank you. Report filed abuse with the St. Louis police. Uh, the Royce Report has filed a request for the report from St. Louis police, but has not yet received it. Wood said she hopes that by speaking out, she will help others to find their voice and realize they don't want to have a life sentence of shadows and lies. 
We don't want to be given a script like we can be manipulated as pawns. The Roy's report reached out to Bickle via email for comment, but did not hear back. We also reached out to IHOP Kansas City for comment. IHOP Casey directed us to its attorney, Audrey Menito, for comment, who did not immediately respond. However, Menito stated in an email to the Star that IHOP Kansas City did, did not know about Wood's allegations until contacted by the Star reporter. Menito added information coming from another individual claiming to be a victim of sexual misconduct by Bickle remains a deep Deeply disturbing theme. She added, We note that while the time frame of the claim of misconduct is more than 40 years ago and decades before IHOP Kansas City was even in existence, the claim still resonates and even much louder so because it is the claim of an individual who was a minor at the time. Manito said IHOP Kansas City immediately reported the new information to Rosalie McNamara, who conducted the investigation into allegations regarding Bickle for IHOP Kansas City. All right. So, one thing I noticed when I watched the Netflix Jeffrey Epstein miniseries forever ago, uh, minus the fact that his, his dick was curved, which was made me fucking laugh so hard when they had showed the deposit, like the deposition or that, that was fucking hilarious. They're like, Hey, hey. he's like, is it true? Your, we- your, your dick has a curve in it. He's like, his lawyer's like, all right, you don't have to fucking answer that. <laughs> what are they making? fucking pull down his pants, bring a little 14-year-old in to get him hard, and we're like, yep, his dick is curved. They were right. <laughs> Describe his wiener. I'm like, most wieners kind of look the same. <laughs> unless, it, unless you're like Lindsey Graham and you have like birthmarks on your ass and you're just like, I'm not gay. I never had sex with a gay prostitute. Then prove it. Prove you don't have those little ladybugs on uh, fucking your ass. Can anybody tell me what can I do with these ladybugs? But no, one thing I learned about Jeffrey Epstein is that he always seemed to use the same move on every girl. And the thing with using the same move on every victim is that when they all have the same story or like a similar experience with you, it makes it more true. So... I I definitely believe her. What's her name? She actually gave us her real name, which is cool. You know, I know it's hard to be the victim and guarantee. I know I can't say probably has like little minions out there uh, or goons, as I like to say. Um, I learned what gooning is, folks. It's just someone addicted to edging. And that's why I never heard a child say in class before. Thank God. Fucking. I heard them say edging. And I'd be like, they asked me if I know what edging is. I'm like, I'm not going to answer that question. And then that usually confirms it's a yes. But Mike Bickle, I feel like uh, you're coming down. So like we're getting the. I think at this point, like I think, especially with a woman who's willing to use her real identity, though her maiden name, which you know at the time was her. We know when this happened, it was her maiden name. So uh, even better, they don't need to. That hopefully helps hide at least addresses and shit like that. You know. Uh, they'll they'll find it. It's not hard to find someone's ha- address, you know? It's like, find out where they, follow them, find out where they live, and write down the information, you know? Not super hard. Um, but, but yeah, no. Um, th- this, he was 20 years old, babysitting a 14-year. First of all, I think, I think, I think a 14-year-old can be left alone. I don't Okay, I'm not going to try to poke holes in the story. But, yeah, it's just like his... It's almost as if he got into ministry to be able to do this to women. Like, being able to have the power and the reason why he's saying that he is a prophet. Why Mike Bickle says he is a prophet 
just so he could do this. And it had to have happened like one time and he got away with it. He got away with it really well. And he's like, I can continue doing this. So, uh, yeah. Um, I hope Mike Bickle, I think the world's the, everything's coming in on you. Uh, you're going about to get what you deserve. Uh, the shit is going to hit the fan soon. Not, you know, it's not going to hit the fan soon. And I hope, this is a lesson to everyone wanting to go into ministry. Uh, do not sexually assault members of your congregation if you want to go into ministry. That's that mean. I'd love to give a speech at like a Bible college. I'm like, hey guys, here to tell you, do not sexually abuse people in your congregation when you become pastors. Okay? Didn't you know? It's like me having to tell sixth graders like, didn't think I had to say this, but apparently I do. Uh, don't touch each other. Um, and that's the advice I give to Mike Bickle. The same advice I would give to a sixth grader. Hey, keep your hands off other people. Okay. They don't like it. And, uh, they're coming forward and letting you know, I don't think this is the first time you've heard that they don't like this Mike Bickle. So, uh, you know, you, you made your choices and I definitely hope you get the consequences for it because, uh, that would mean God is real. If God's not real, you'd get away with this shit. And so, yeah. Uh, bummer. Let's, uh, let's move on. Fuck, dude. All right. Next article we got here is from Taylor Swift, uh, or not Taylor Swift, from People. Um, Taylor Swift is the topic up here. Taylor Swift sent a cease and desist letter to the student tracking her private jets. Taylor Swift's legal team wants a college student tracking her private jet to stop because they say she is living in a constant state of fear for her personal safety as a result. University of Central Florida student Jack Sweeney, who says he uses publicly available information to track Swift in other celebrities' private jets and shares their locations on social media, told NBC News that the pop star's attorneys sent him a cease and desist letter. According to the letter first reported by the Washington Post, Swift's legal team says the singer will have no choice but to pursue any and all legal remedies if he did not stop his stalking and harassing behavior. Sweeney, who has operated under several social media handles on various platforms, says he uses publicly available data from the Federal Aviation Administration to track the jets of various celebrities. The Washington Reports reports Sweeney's account also uses information from volunteer hobbyists who can track the aircraft via signals broadcast, so people on the ground can see which planes are flying overhead by picking up the plane signals using a device called the ADS-B receiver, which can be ordered online. Sweeney has has used several accounts to report Swift in other celebrities' private jet locations, many of which are still in operation. The letter sent in late December 2023 says that Swift is living her life in a constant state of fear for her personal safety as a result of being tracked by the online accounts NBC News reports. While this may be a game to you or an avenue that you hope will earn you wealth or fame, it is a life or death matter for our client. Miss Swift has dealt with stalkers and other individuals from who who wish her harm. The letter notes Swift has routinely faced stalkers showing up at her known locations, including one Seattle man, David Crow, who was arrested three times in five days outside her Manhattan home in January 2024. Crow was arraigned on a misdemeanor charge of second-degree criminal contempt, the Associated Press reported in late January. The charge came after he violated a protective order to stay away from Swift and her home, prosecutors say. A spokesperson 
asking for Swift told Today.com via email that they couldn't comment on any ongoing police investigations, but can't confirm the timing of stalkers suggest a connection to Sweeney's account sharing Swift's locations. His posts tell you exactly when and where she will be, the spokesperson said. What Jack Sweeney has said in his defense in a statement uh, to NBC News, Sweeney said he doesn't intend to harm anyone. I simply share the facts, he said. I believe in transparency in pub and public information, apparently more so than Meta, he said. He added that Swift's fans are the ones most interested in her location and who have grown his accounts and subreddit. The tracking account routinely have more supporters and fans than otherwise, he told NBC News, when the embassy of Japan and the USA makes a statement saying that they are confident Swift can make it on flight from Tokyo to the Super Bowl. I think the people are interested in that you should be have a decent expectation that your jet will be tracked whether or not I do it. After all, it's public information. Swift has made headlines for her use of private jets in the past. In July 2022, digital marketing agency Yard released a report that said the singer took 170 flights on her private jet between January 1st and July 19th of 2022. <coughs> the most of any celebrity investigated, Swift's spokesperson responded on Swift's behalf at the time, calling the report blatantly incorrect. Taylor's jet's is loaned out regularly to individuals, the spokesperson said at the time. In her email statement on February 6th, the pop star spokesperson told Today.com that Swift had purchased more than double the carbon credits needed to offset of all her travel, which includes the tour. Carbon credits are permitted that allow the owner to emit a certain amount of carbon dioxide or other greenhouse gases. Okay, this is a very interesting topic. And I gotta say, first of all, before everyone gets at me, I'll, all the Swifties. I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I I did spend $40 on the re-release of 1989, so I am a real fan. I spent like $40 on it. Uh, you know, in my college, I half of my research was on Taylor Swift. So I do, I do consider myself a fan. Apparently not as big of a fan as other people. But uh, let's talk about this jet situation. First of all, it, it's, you know, I feel like, and this has become a kind of common thing, that uh, a lot of celebrity women like to play victims. Look, you're you're making millions, and especially in Taylor's case, billions of dollars. If you're making billions of dollars from music, like her, she's making, and that's just from you know, from music, and maybe some other shit, and her daddy's daddy's money. She is a rich kid, folks. She's not self-made. She is a rich kid. Okay, there are plenty of other women out there just as talented, you know, as like Taylor and, you know, they don't get the time of day because they don't have rich daddies. You know, those are just, those are just the facts. Don't, don't come at me. And so it really gets onto this private jet thing and she's playing the victim here like she's being stalked and shit like that. Um, here's the thing with being a musician folks that you don't know if you're actively playing shows and you're known to be in said band or being said artist, uh, it is public information, like, I'll, like, and especially since we know Taylor Swift's gonna go to the Super Bowl, uh, because of her boyfriend, you know, her 13th soulmate, uh, her, she, you know, we know she's gonna be flying to Las Vegas, you know, and she's rich enough to have a private jet, we know your private jet's gonna fly to Vegas, when you have your next, you know, you have your show in Tokyo or whatever, like, we know your private jet's gonna fly to Tokyo, it's not common knowledge, and, uh, flight information is public knowledge because they can't have like, isn't it like they can't have like 30 planes landing at once, you know, apparently that would be bad, uh, for the world, you know? So like this is public information. So playing the victim and using like the stalking card, like 
people, you don't need to track, we don't need to track your flight jets to know where you are. We know where your show's going to be. We know your plane's going to be dropped. You're going to be flying through that, you know, some airport near there. Like, it's not super uncommon. So playing the victim and acting like you're being stalked, like, you, you signed up for this. You signed up for this. So when you sign up for shit like this, you have to expect stalkers. And plus, you have the money, you have bodyguards, too. Like, you know, like, you know, like, sometimes they can be bamboozled or whatever, but at the same time, uh, if someone's knowing stalking you, uh, have your bodyguards beat the shit out of them. What are they, what are they gonna do? Sue for stalking or whatever? What are they gonna do, you know? And then take them to, like, a dark alley where no one sees them, just, you know, break some, break some bones and then leave them, you know? That's all you have to do. It's like literally, what do you think? But Taylor Swift's bodyguards beat me up. Yeah, yeah, bud, sure. Uh, they're not going to believe you. So it's just dumb. And so I think at the end of the day, this all comes down to hiding her carbon emissions. You know, that's all it really comes down to. And a lot of people thought that the reason she started dating Travis Kelsey was that she goes to like the Jets game or whatever. And, uh, they go to the Jets game, you know, obviously. And so that way when people Google tw- Taylor Swift Jets, they'll just see her at the game or whatever. That's what a lot of people thought. I don't know if that's true anymore. That may have started it. But, uh, yeah, what I'm, I'm making a big guess here in regards to what's going on here. What I'm imagining is Taylor's going to try to get some more hate coming her way, and then she's going to re-release Reputation. Because it's it's Reputation. I'm going to say that weird. Because some of you don't remember back in, like, 2015, 2016, and then up to Reputation, people did not like Taylor Swift. And I remember seeing, like, I remember seeing a tweet, like, and multiple people replying, like, Taylor Swift hasn't posted anything on social media in over a year. And then, like, every comment was like, yeah, that's because we hate her. Like, that's what, like, every comment was. And I'm like, okay, guys. And then she was still selling out stadiums. So it's like, you know, everyone hated her, and then now everyone's, like, obsessed with her for some reason. So I'm assuming she's going to try to get some hate coming back her way, and then she's going to release Reputation. My guess, I've been making this guess for a while, and so uh, until she announces it, you know, she just released a new album, and apparently there's going to be a diss track to, her, to the one of the British twinks she dated, and then uh, when she was cool, and now she's back to jocks. So, yep, that's how it is. So, uh, yeah, pick your poison. <laughs> All right, last article we got here today from People as well. Okay, it's the People episode. Uh, this is from, okay, so this is uh, Bachelor Joey Graziday. I'm going to say that. Confuses Gypsy Road Blanchard for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Am I wrong? <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, Grozy Graziadelli, uh, Grazi. Grezaday, Joey has had 32 women to keep track of at the start of the season of The Bachelor, so adding two more ladies to the mix might have taken him to his limits. In the video for Betches, uh, where the outlet asks uh, Grezaday, uh, 28, how online are you? He took a stab at identifying public figures. First, the interview showed a tennis pro, a photo of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who was released from prison early in December after serving eight years for her role in the murder of her mother, Dee Dee. I do know who this person, who this person, Grazade, remarked, is it Ruth 
is it Ruth? No, Ginsburg, Ginsburg, something like that. After a pause, Grazaday uh, started to second guess himself. Am I wrong? Uh, he asked. I don't know. I know that she had something happen where she went to jail because of her mom. Then Grazaday made a cringeworthy shot at the name of the pictured woman, Ruth Ginsburg, he suggested, adding, I don't know what I'm saying. Ruth Bader Ginsburg served at the Supreme Court for 27 years before she died in September 2020 at age 87. Grazaday uh, brushed off his misstep and proceeded to guess what animal Beyonce would want to be proposing a lioness. Uh, Monday's episode of The Bachelor, Grazi Day embarked on two group dates with one-on-one date with Trump, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to read the rest of that. That's just tell me what's happening in the show. I don't, I don't watch that shit. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, funny little uh, misdirect. I'm, I'm, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. So he got like the, he knew Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I think he just mixed up the name. I, I just like, the idea that he mixed up Gypsy Rose Blanchard with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, yeah, yeah, she was the Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> or Gypsy Rose. She's the Supreme Court Justice or whatever. Uh, I'm like, yeah, like, that's cool. Um, but anyways, though, um, for mixing that up, you get the... That's rough, buddy. Because of your mistake. FNX Fitness, the ultimate destination for fitness enthusiasts looking to reach their peak performance and achieve their health goals. Are you tired of the same old fitness routines that leave you feeling uninspired and unmotivated? Look no further than FNX Fitness, where they bring a fresh and innovative approach to your fitness journey. At FNX Fitness, they believe that true fitness goes beyond just physical strength. It's about nourishing your body and mind and soul to unlock your full potential. That's why they offer a wide range of high-quality supplements and products products designed to support your active lifestyle. Fuel your workouts and enhance your recovery with the scientifically formulated supplements. From pre-workout energizers to post-workout recovery blends, FNX Fitness has you covered every step of the way. Their products are carefully crafted using premium ingredients, ensuring you get the nutrients you need to perform at your best. But don't take, but FNX Fitness is more than just supplements, it's a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for fitness and well-being. Join their supportive community and gain access to expert advice, workout tips, and motivational content that will keep you inspired and on track towards your goals. They understand that fitness is a personal journey, which is why they offer a wide range of products to cater to your individual needs. Whether you're a seasoned athlete looking to take your performance to the next level, or a beginner taking your first steps towards a healthier life lifestyle, FNX Fitness has the tools and resources to support you every step of the way. But don't just take my word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already experienced the FNX Fitness difference. Transform your fitness routine and unlock your potent full potential with FNX Fitness. And using our code in the description, you can save 15% off your order from their website. Ready to take your fitness to the next level? Uh, visit their website on your nearest or your, your nearest retailer today and discover the power of FNX Fitness. Elevate your performance, feel your passion, and become the best version of yourself with FNX Fitness. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, and save money with just a few taps on your phone. Are you tired of dealing with the hassle of carrying cash or waiting in long lines at the bank? With Cash App, you can say goodbye to those inconveniences and hello to a seamless financial experience. Sending money to friends and family has never been easier. Whether you're splitting the bill at dinner, paying your share of rent, or simply sending a birthday gift, Cash App lets you transfer money instantly directly from your bank account. No need to worry about writing checks or handling 
physical cash anymore. Uh, but Cash App doesn't stop there. It's complete financial ecosystem right at your fingertips. Use the app to easily pay for your morning coffee, groceries, or even your monthly subscriptions. With just a simple scan or tap, you can make purchases at millions of locations, both online and offline. And here's the best part. Cash App helps you save money too. With its innovative Boost feature, you can unlock exclusive discounts and cashback rewards at popular retailers, restaurants, and even your favorite services. It's like having your own personal saving assistant always looking out for the best deals. Worried about security? Cash App has you covered. With top-notch encryption and advanced security features, your financial information is always protected. Plus, if you have ever had any questions or concerns, Cash App's dedicated customer support team is available 24-7 to assist you. So why wait? Join millions of satisfied users and experience the convenience, speed, and savings that Cash App brings to your financial life. Download the app today, form your app store, and start sending spending and saving money like never before. Luckily, the best part is if you sign up using the link in the description, you get a free $5 just for signing up. That's literally just free money. Uh, so join Cash App today. The future of money is here. And when you use our links, you directly support this show. Uh, it is also Valentine's Day, or Valentine's Day just passed. Uh, I think this episode, comes, this is a Valentine's Day, actually comes out on Valentine's Day. What a, what a, what a fun year to be alive. Well, I'm here to talk about, uh, let's go over what BuzzFeed thinks. Uh, a lot of people are apparently just too lonely to function, apparently, in the society. I'm like, can you not... Are you not? People are like, I can't be happy alone. I'm just like, figure it out, you know, because you're not going to be happy with a partner. Happiness only comes from uh, beer, was it garage beers with the boys blasting Creed? That's that's where happiness comes from. It doesn't come from relationships. It comes from blasting Creed in your garage with some beers with the boys. That's that's where happiness comes from. So y- y- all, some of y'all need to figure that shit the fuck out. Uh, anyways, now let's jump into it. Or uh, now that I've already clicked, I can't put the sound drop so daddy chill all right so valentine's day isn't just for those in a relationship so here are 15 ways to celebrate being single so if you're lonely as fuck uh and your life is sad you've come to the right place let's let's laugh a little bit about what it's like being single where's the mouth there it is Uh, okay whether you enjoy being single or not valentine's day is a reminder of your relationship status or rather lack thereof you can approach it a few ways one ignore completely two force yourself to go on a date or three make it a special day to celebrate yourself i'm like i celebrate myself every day buzzfeed uh so here are 15 okay number one get a massage uh massage uh is is, uh one of my favorite people would say. You bet I'm coming up in May. Uh, everyone can benefit from a power of a human touch, and you'll also get the added bonus of some screen-free relaxation. Yeah, jack off before you get a massage uh, if you're if this is you, because uh, apparently you're so goddamn lonely that you're going to need... Uh, uh, you, you need to, like, bust a nut first, then get a massage. I mean, like, don't be... Don't be subjecting some poor fucking massage therapist with your fucking boners, dude. For real, don't don't be. Actually, I heard it's fine. Don't be weird about it. I've heard I've heard it's not too uncommon uh, uh, to be aroused, but it's kind. Of, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe just find some some cow to rub your back or something. Maybe that's that might be my solution for you. Uh, buy yourself something you want but don't need. Okay. Um, 
Now listen, I do this every other day of the year. <laughs> like, we're, I'm just saying, like, we're like, here's how you don't be lonely on Valentine's Day, you fat fuck. Buy something for yourself. As if you don't already do that every other day of the year. Get, you know, it's like, huh, I don't need this shit. But I got to say, though, it is Valentine's Day and I am sad and lonely. So I am going to buy useless shit to put in my house where I don't have the space for it. You know, that's that's what bothered me. Like I saw at that at a music fundraiser I went to last night. Uh, they, they were selling Lord of the Rings paintings. And I was like, I don't need to buy that. I don't need to buy that. I want to buy it. I don't need to buy it. Sometimes I have to, like, think to myself before I buy something, like, hey, do you do you have a place to put this? You know, that that's more, do you need this? Or do you have, it needs to be, do you have a place to put this at, at this point? Because if it's not for that, I'd be buying, I'd be buying the dumbest shit all the time. And the problem is people offer to sell me dumb shit all the time and I have to say no because or else I'll become a hoarder and I don't want to become I've seen the show I don't it's a slippery slope from uh buying buying a Lord of the Rings painting straight to uh I don't know I, I don't know where I was going there uh what is it buying shit you don't need uh anyways though uh you don't need to buy shit you don't need buy unless you have a space to put it that's that's the rule oh no now i figured out the joke the joke was uh it's a slippery slope from buying a lord of the rings painting to shitting in buckets so just saying uh just warning all of you in in the meantime uh, host a singles party, invite all your single friends and ask them each to invite someone, get creative with a fun game, good tunes, and silly decor to guarantee endless laughs. Sounds like you're going to have a party with a bunch of ugly chicks showing up. I'm going to be honest with you, but I'm like, you know, it's like, I, people have been like, oh, my mom is like, do you want to go to this singles event? And I'm like, absolutely not. Why not? Because I'm not that desperate, you know? Uh, if you, if you're so desperate, you have to go to a singles party on Valentine's Day. I'm, I'm just saying, just, just you know, I'm like I'm not saying being single it makes you a loser because it's not. It's just like people who are so fucking, so fucking down bad about it. You know, I'm like shut the fuck up, dude. No one gives a shit. You know, there's plenty of like I said, there's plenty of fat fucking fish in the sea. Like you don't have to be single. You you just have standards and probably too high of standards. That's probably your problem. The singles part, oh god, like I don't know, you know. At some point, like, you know, like are you just gonna invite a bunch of guys? You know, I know girls do that. Valentine's Day, that's that's fun though. You know, that's more just like girls getting together and hanging out. But uh, a singles part, like, bro, just fucking. If you show up to a singles party, you're like, I want to host a singles party. I'm like, you're probably just a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> like, get cool or something. Like, figure some shit out or something. Don't don't make your sadness my problem. Volunteer. Okay. 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 It's a good one. I don't know why they have a pic, have a gif of Ted, but that's something else. It can be argued that giving is more rewarding than receiving. Uh, if you know what I'm saying. Man proposes and God disposes. If you know what I'm saying, you know I love giving and then receiving. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No. I. You know. Yeah. You know. If. 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 I don't know. I guess if like you, 
went through like a bad breakup and then you're just like uh Valentine's Day, you know, even even though it's 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 you know, it's gay. Uh it's still like you're still kind of bummed, you know? <laughs> like I guess like you just got to have a relationship or whatever and a world relationship didn't work out and you know, and shit like that, you know. And then, you know, volunteering is a good way to distract yourself. I know sometimes you know, you think like, okay, I'm going to give myself the day off to, you know, to work on this. And then sometimes that's the worst thing you can do because you need something to distract yourself. And I think volunteering is like a healthy way to distract yourself for being a sad, lonely loser. <laughs> so, you know, volunteer people. Uh, not not at a Christian thing, though. Do, do one that helps, actually helps people, you know. Uh, celebrate your friendships. Uh Organize a group dinner, a game night, or a movie marathon. The key is simple, to take the time to recognize that having amazing friends is worth celebrating. I'm like, okay. Yes, I like the idea. I like the idea. But it's also doing it because of Valentine's Day. That's gay. So, like, like seriously, I was like, hey, guys, I, I want you all, I mean, I guess, I mean, it works for women. You know, they have their Valentine's. And that's that's, you know. It cool for women. I don't feel like, you know, with guys, though. Like, we're talking about the he-hims here, you know. Uh, That's gay, dude. We're not going to sell. No, we're not going to do fucking. No, that's gay. I'll just be like, something bad happens, just be like, think about you, man. And then, yeah, we go go about our days. Like, you know, we're not going to fucking. I made this dinner because I appreciate you guys as friends. Like, why? Are you dying or something? You know, like, that's what I think. You know, like, are you dying? Like, yeah. You know, like let's 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 uh, we don't have to do this, okay? We can, um, I'll I'll just send a text to all my friends and like hate from wherever I currently am, or like hate from Margaritaville. Like I'm sending you hate. That's how I show my love. I'm like sending you hate all the way across the world. So <laughs> that's fun. Uh, try a new activity. Uh, step outside of your comfort zone and try something completely new. It could be going rock climbing, taking a painting class or attending a play or musical. That's just things you should do. Uh, uh, if, like my therapist says, if you don't want to be depressed all the time, sometimes you have to leave the house. That's what my therapist says, and I think she's, and she has to deal with me, so I feel like she knows has to do know something. She hasn't, she hasn't given up on me yet. She's like, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I imagine her just like smoking a cigarette. I'm like, oh. Like that Ben Affleck meme, just like smoking a cigarette. Uh, no, um, yeah, no. Sometimes, but I do, I do agree though. Doing it for Valentine's Day, dumb. Don't you know? Do it because of Valentine. Doing half of these things are good ideas, but like they're just dumb to do for Valentine's Day. You know, just just stay home and jack off. You know, that's you know just. I like. I'm like you're a fucking loser if you're lonely on Valentine's Day. And then my advice: go just stay home and jack. off. That's my advice. It's just like, so it's good to see one of these clips out of context. I'm like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like, my advice is just jacking off at home. It's like, I don't know. That makes me feel better. You know, you know, if you're having a bad day, sometimes you just like, sometimes you can't get it up for it. You know, you're just that bound down bad. And then sometimes you're just like, I think jacking off is going to be the best thing for me right now. (laughs) So I'm going to do it. Uh, But no, um, if you're, but no, this is good advice for like, if you're sad or depressed, that is some advice I would give other people. You know, I'm saying, like, talk to a doctor, talk to a therapist, you know, get on medication if you need to, stuff like that. But also, like, I can also, you know, people are like, go outside, take a walk. It's not the fact that you're walking or outside that's taking a walk. It's that you're actually, 
leaving your comfort zone that or slash the comfort zone that's making you sad and going out and doing something uh, that can't help with mental health. I'm not saying it's the cure to mental health as mo- some boomers would say, but it is very, it can be very helpful and just like, you know what? I had a fun, I had a good time today. You know, uh, I didn't think I would, but you know, you know, so yeah, it's like good to keep up boundaries and say no to people, but also like sometimes you really need to start saying yes to things and like doing stuff. It's good for your mental health to like, Go out and do it. I always thought people were like, huh? People would just like do all these little like fundraising PTA and shit like that all the time. And I'm like, ah, I would hate doing that. And now I'm looking at it like, well, it gives you a little bit of a purpose and meaning in life. So I think it's I think it's generally a good thing that people like, you know, do things and shit like I'm like, why would you want to be the fucking on a fucking board for like for like a restaurant, you know, some weird organization? Well, that sounds like fucking awful. But then I realized I'm like, oh, it's giving you something to do and it's and, you know, you get to talk to people, and it helps, it helps you know. So that's how people stay normal, is going out and doing things. And so, especially for those introverts out there, go out and do something. You know, do something you want to do, or something you're like, well, the company will be fun, you know. Like, f- you know, like, people ask me to do things, so I'm like, that doesn't really seem like my style. I'll go, you know. You'll see. It. Worst case scenario, I have a good story for this show, so, you know. Yeah, cool stuff, uh, you know, um... Cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. And all that fun stuff. Uh, oh, this one's going to be gay. Uh, put pen to paper and create a love yourself challenge. Some ideas could be setting new goals for the future, journaling about your accomplishments, or practicing affirmations. The key is to feel like you're infusing your body with self-appreciation. Um... Now the process is gay, so get 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 yourself a notebook, fellas, and uh, write down reasons why you love yourself. First of all, if you're a narcissist, don't do that. Uh, it's gonna not help with that problem. Uh, just uh, I think something. I think a good way to handle this, and this isn't just a Valentine's Day. This is probably a year-round thing. Would be that. Uh, if you have a pro, if you have like a self-esteem issue or like, you know, don't have problems with that, uh, one thing you can do is kind of anytime someone gives you a compliment, like write it down, maybe in your phone or whatever, you know, this person said this about me and I really appreciated it. That way, uh, you're not going to think everybody hates you all the time. Uh, firsthand experience right here, giving you this advice, folks. That's good advice. I, would, I think you should take it. Uh, be cool to your school and yeah, to definitely go check that. But yeah, um, but yeah, journaling actually is very good for your mental health. Uh, but don't do it like this on Valentine's Day, or else it's well, actually it's not gay; it's cringy. Maybe, maybe I just realized that the reason why we don't say gay anymore is because we figured out cringy and we just use that word instead. Kind of like the kind, kind of when I say like that's gay, I'm like it's it's just like cringe to me. So. Maybe, maybe this is how society gets better. Like when the kids say, yeah, that's so the Christians can say, God damn. (laughs) That's that's what I heard. Uh, Anyways, though, anyways, though, uh, number eight, go to a bar you've never been to. That's actually, I actually like that idea. (laughs) Like finally, some advice for the men out here, for the he hymns the he hymns here. We finally got some advice here and, uh, go to a bar, uh, meet some strange. Like at least, you know, at least that's, that's a good way to, that's a good way to, at least, you know, at least you're out doing something, you know, 
Like, and then you're getting drunk. So if you are sad, if you are sad, at least you have a reason. Like, this is the one place to go to if you're a sad fuck on Valentine's Day is uh, uh, go to go to a bar and meet some fellas, meet some ladies, have fun with find find a gross lady uh, and give her the night of her life. You know, uh, uh, ladies in quotations, I will say here, uh, ladies in quotations, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not talking about, you know, we're still some she hers, but they're not ladies. You know what I'm saying? Number nine, make a promise to yourself. Promise that you will love and support yourself daily for the rest of this year. It could be a simple compliment or just ignoring the inner critic. The key is to ensure that it becomes a daily ritual. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's, that's not, you know, I, I think that's good advice. And especially, and especially, I know some guys who, you know, I think they'll complain about, like, being too nice to women, women don't like it, which is true. Uh, and I don't think it's because of being nice. You should never, if, if someone's like, I don't like you for being nice, then don't change yourself because there's something wrong with them. Uh, but sometimes called being nice is kind of being a little bit too much of a pushover and not, like, you don't really stand up for yourself and stuff like that. And I think that's what, what you know, if you're in the dating world, it means when you're like, ah, oh, he's just too nice, though. It's like, Maybe here a little bit of a pushover. I mean, you, you, you need to have, I think for good friendships, you know, you have to, or relationships and stuff like that, you kind of have to have a little, little like, she's her, I can't change that, that's him, I can't change that, you know, and, you know, it's like, hey, this is, I like him because he's being himself, not because, like, I don't know, you know, stuff like that, you know. I think it's just more of being a pushover and not having confidence and being too, to like me, you know, I think that's what being nice really is. Not necessarily like, oh, you're a kind person, you know. Uh, that I think that's when we, if we really get down to the details. I think that's the problem because if if you're not, if a lady, if you're, if it's because you're actually nice and uh, someone is not doesn't like you because of that, I'm like that's just a sign that they're not a good person. So, uh, but yeah, just uh, tell yourself that uh, you're a, you're a man, you're a woman. Hear you roar. Uh, be proud of yourself. Uh, be be the strong little soldiers. I give all my toughest battles to all my strongest soldiers. So, if you're having a tough battle, that just means you're one of my strongest soldiers, kitten. So, uh, cheer up, and uh, you got this. Uh, indulge in your favorite meal. Uh, eating food we enjoy makes us feel good. Forget about your bank account and order from your favorite place or buy the groceries to make yourself a superior charcuterie spread or fill up your whole cart with pink and red desserts. Now, if you're, if you're the type of person going to this BuzzFeed article being like, I need to get some advice on what to do for my lonely single ass life, uh, buying your favorite meal, it's pretty good. But if you're going to make a charcuterie spread, just... Just eat the cold cuts off your stomach or whatever. You're already sad and lonely. This is fine. You can you can do this. This is fine. You can you can eat uh, cold cuts off your stomach. Okay, probably with your shirt on, please. But you know, but yeah, you can. You don't need to make a whole fucking spread. You can just fucking eat it straight. You know. You know. Don't. It's more sad that you made a charcuterie for yourself than just you know whatever that, that fucking shit is. Uh, but yeah, no, I, but also, yeah, a favorite meal. That's, that's, you know, I think these are just things to do, like, when you're depressed or, like, feeling lonely as fuck or whatever, sad, you know, 
just do this shit. I think this is just good life advice shit to do every day. But like when you do it specifically for Valentine's Day, I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of cringe, you know, go into a comedy club or watch a stand up show online. I will say though, go into a comedy club though. You're going to get, if you sit too close to the stage, you're going to get fucking roasted as fuck for being lonely. Dude, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you, like, you're going to a comedy show, like, you're going to get made fun of, like, if people who get mad that a comedian said a joke they didn't like, I'm like, it's a comedy show, they're, I don't think they're, they're not that serious, okay, you can call them your tits, though, if they're making jokes, they're, they're saying absurd things to make you laugh, that's what they're doing, call them your fucking tits, uh, mm, questionable advice there, uh, pamper yourself, or as, uh, Donna from Parks and Rec would say, treat yourself, uh, this could be a spa day or a simple lazy day. The key is to feel like you're doing something special for yourself. Um, I guess you could do that, but I feel like, uh, I feel like spas and like massages and shit like that. Don't those get pretty booked up for Valentine's day? A lot of couple massages too. It's like, yeah, we're both getting massages and we're both going to get fingered slash jerked off by different people too. That's we're doing. No, no, that was, that was a joke folks. I'm not, was a joke, uh, but treat yourself. That's just that's an everyday thing. That's not like a once in a while. You should treat yourself every day. Just you know, because the brownies. Because you should. You know, life is life is short. You know. Uh, Thirteen dance for thirty minutes. I'm gonna say here only if you want to. Okay. This is this. I think this should be optional. Uh, some you know sometimes it's fun uh, and then sometimes uh, people want to put you in an insane asylum. So uh, uh, choose which one you want, folks. I'm going to choose the not dancing unless it's with your mom. You know, it is with your mom. Uh, number fourteen. Make a list of everything you love about being single. Okay, this is like advice from like your friend who's like been with the same person for like 50 years or whatever is like in only one person too is like just make a list of reason why you love being single it's like i can eat cold cuts off my stomach uh i can sleep on the entire bed even though i only use a small portion because i'm like that uh uh i don't no one's bitching at me every day I don't know. I eventually get sad, you know, but it is one of those things like don't like expect like, I don't know. It's like, don't expect if you're not happy single, like a relationship's not going to fix that. And if you're in a relationship, being single is not going to fix that too. You just gotta, you know, you gotta choose if you know, it's worth it and shit like that. So like, honestly though, if like, you're not happy being single, like, I don't know if you're not happy by yourself, like, I don't know, man. Another person's not going to figure that out for you. You know, just saying. And our last one we got here, organize uh, with... I don't know who that chick is in that gift. It can be super fun to organize your life and it definitely a form of self-care for your future, whether it's your drawers, your desktop computer, or photos on your phone. Take the time to do something. Okay. Hey... You know how you're lonely as fuck on Valentine's Day and you need to distract yourself? Why don't you clean? I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> like, I'm not that lonely. <laughs> like, I'm not so lonely I don't, I'm going to clean the house, okay? I've never been that lonely in my entire life, you know? I'm just like, oh, I'm so fucking sad and lonely. Better clean the house. I've never been that way. If anything, 
it, the house gets more messy because of it, and organizing it's not going to help my depression. So anyways, though, that's all of them. Uh, chances are you won't be single forever, so now is the time to spend the day your way and celebrate your singlehood. Being single isn't a bad thing, and sometimes you need a reminder how awesome you truly are. I'm like, okay. Uh, use Valentine's Day to give love, receive love, and always remember the importance of self-love. Okay. Uh, what, hey, now we can get to real advice. What would I advise I would give you if you're... Uh, what's the title of this? Uh, we scroll up here. Uh, only the scroll wheel works. Uh, it's for those... In a, isn't just for those uh, to celebrate being single. Well, how would I celebrate being single on Valentine's Day? Uh, just ignore it, you know? Even then, like... If you, I was in, like, a relationship, you know, it's, like, even, like, ideally, it'd be, like, you know, I celebrate how much I love you every day. Uh, I don't need one day of the year. We have to do something extra for it. Uh, but, you know, I would always be, like, do you want to go out to, if we go out to dinner, like, you want to do it not on actual Valentine's Day? Celebrate Valentine's Day on, like, another day because everything's going to suck. You know, if you have to get, like, an Uber or go, you know, get reservations to an actual nice restaurant, not some shit restaurant, <laughs> not fucking Applebee's. I bet there's there's guys out there taking the, their ladies to Applebee's, and I got to tell you, a little bit of respect there. Um, I would, uh, you know, I'm taking your mom to the Rainforest Cafe, you know, that's good. But, uh, yeah, just uh, be, just, I don't know. Uh, I would say if, if it's going to be bad for your mental health, I'd probably stay off social media. Everyone's going to be posting about their love, apparently. That's probably not as good for their love life that's not going as good as you think they are and uh yeah just uh you know just be like you know what? i'm single if a relationship happens it happens if it doesn't i'm just gonna be myself but you know it's nice to wait for that right person instead of being desperate and settling for someone okay you know you know who didn't settle come on mark don't be stingy i don't I, you know mark, he didn't settle for mark probably but mark didn't look as good as him either so Drizzly, the ultimate convenience for all your alcohol needs, delivered right to your doorstep. Tired of making last-minute trips to the liquor store or dealing with crowded aisles and long checkout lines? With Drizzly, your favorite drinks are just a few taps away, making your alcohol shopping experience easier and more enjoyable than ever before. Drizzly brings the liquor store to you, offering an extensive selection of beer, wine, spirits, and more. Browse their vast catalog of top quality brands, local favorites, and specialty beverages, all conveniently organized on their user-friendly app or website. With Drizzly, there's no need to leave the comfort of your home. Simply choose your favorite drinks, place your order, and let their reliable delivery partners handle the rest. Whether you're hosting a party, relaxing after a long day, or simply stocking up for the weekend, Drizzly ensures that you drink your drinks are delivered promptly and securely. But Drizzly isn't just about convenience, it's about choice. Discover new flavors, explore unique craft brews, or find the perfect bottle of wine to complement your meal. With Drizzly's vast selection, you have the freedom to choose exactly what you want when you want it. Worried about the hassle of age verification? Drizzly has you covered. Their delivery partners are trained to ensure responsible alcohol delivery, making sure that only those of legal drinking age receive their orders. Your safety and the safety of your community is their top priority. Join the millions of satisfied customers who have already embraced the convenience and simplicity of Drizzly. Say goodbye to the hassle of traditional alcohol shopping and hello to the ease of having your favorite drinks delivered to your doorstep. That's not all. Using our link in the description gives you $5 off your first order, which can greatly enhance your night, if you know what I'm saying. 
Ready to elevate your drinking experience? Download the Drizzly app or visit our website today and experience the future of alcohol shopping. Cheers to a new way of enjoying your favorite drinks with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Honey, your ultimate online shopping companion that saves you time and money effortlessly. Are you tired of endlessly searching for coupon codes or missing out on the best deals when shopping online? Say goodbye to those frustrations and hello to Honey, the free browser extension that revolutionizes your online shopping experience. Honey is your personal shopping assistant that automatically finds and applies the best coupon codes at checkout, helping you save money with just a few clicks. No more wasted time scouring the internet for discounts. Honey does the work for you, ensuring you never miss out on a great deal again. But Honey doesn't stop at coupon codes It goes the extra mile to ensure you get the best price possible. With Honey's innovative price history feature, you can track the price changes of your favorite products over time. This means you'll always know if you're getting the best deal or if it's better to wait for a price drop. And the best part, Honey works seamlessly with over 30,000 online retailers, including popular brands across fashion, tech, home goods, and more. Whether you're shopping for a new wardrobe, upgrading your electronics, or sprucing up your living space, Honey has your back, ensuring you get the best value for your money. Worried about privacy and security? Rest assured, Honey is committed to protecting your personal information. They never sell or share your data, and their browser extension is designed with top-notch security measures to keep your online shopping experience safe and secure. Join the millions of satisfied users like me who have already saved millions of dollars with Honey. Download the Honey browser extension today and unlock a world of savings every time you shop online. Don't miss out on an incredible deal and the chance to save money effortlessly. Experience the power of Honey and take your online shopping to a whole new level. Honey, the sweetest way to shop online. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. It is time for Oh No, Our Table, better known as Ask Shweezy, the part of the podcast where I just answer questions. Uh, You can send me, you know, emails and shit like that. You know, you can DM me on Instagram, I'll answer it. Uh, So let's... uh, Let's just jump into it. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what problems you guys have today. Um... I have never eaten meat. What should I try first? I am a 22. I am 22 and was raised as a vegetarian, so I've never eaten meat before. I want to change this and was thinking of ordering a parmigiana at a pub place since that is the only meat dish that ever appealed to me as a vegetarian. Um, what would if you've never eaten meat before? What would I tell you? I think I don't know. The first thing that comes to a lot of people's minds would be like steak, and I would. Say if you're if you've never eaten meat before, I would say build yourself up to steak. I'm not I'm not saying like you're not ready for it or anything. I'm just saying it's if the like the texture of it all, you know. Um, I think it could be it could throw you off a little bit, you know, in regards to that. So I would probably not have a steak as your first. Um, I actually there's a couple options I think I've. You, if I've never, if I have never eaten meat before, or my suggestion would be to someone like this, um, honestly, like cheese. So you're you're fine there. Um, I would say maybe try like chicken strips. I think like find a place that has decent, like decently good chicken strips, or maybe even like McNuggets from McDonald's. I think that'd be a good a good place to start because a lot of meat, like th- there's a reason why like everything tastes like chicken. Is I think ch- chicken is just the animal we decided 
tastes like everything. And that's just a lot of meat in regards to it. And, uh, you know, it's deep fried and, and like breaded well, you know. It'll be a good experience uh, for that, you know. I, yeah, like chicken strips are pretty good. I'd, you know, stay away from bones, maybe not wings, you know, or like fried chicken, but like chicken strips or chicken nuggets. That'd be a good way to start. Um, I mean, there's a reason why like kids love it. It's just a delicious food, you know. I, I actually really like chicken strips. And it's not like that I'm a, I am a picky eater, but I'm not like, so picky that I can't eat anything at a restaurant. Sometimes I'm just in the mood for chicken strips, dude. And I fucking love it. And I don't care. And I just don't care if anyone shames me about that because chicken strips are the fucking best. And if you don't like chicken strips or you think chicken strips are for babies, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, honestly, because stop trying to ruin fun for everyone. Okay. You fucking cop. Uh, chicken strips. Um, I am, I would say a burger would be pretty good too. You know, you probably know what toppings you like on it too. Uh, you've had cheese before probably, so you like that. And, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a good place. Um, I would say don't have a friend make it go to like a restaurant because see like restaurants, they just put everything bad in it because they, all they're worried about making the food taste good. And so I would say, you know, do something like that, you know, uh, the thickness of the burger, uh, depends, you know. No, but I think a burger would be a good option. So, yeah, generally I would say uh, if you've never eaten meat before and you want my suggestion, I would say maybe start with chicken strips, maybe chicken nuggets, one of the two, uh, or a burger because I think those are are good ways to get into and uh, good starting. I would say stay away from steak or like maybe chicken wings or fried like fried chicken bone and you know chicken like that because uh, if you've never eaten something off the bone before, like you got to kind of. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like, I don't know. You kind of need to know before going in how to do it or test the waters out a little bit. So work your way up to, you know, like bone in chicken wings or whatever. Um, uh, there's some good pork stuff, but overall I would say, uh, try pork glass. I mean, like sometimes pork is really good, like, you know, and stuff like that. And sometimes it's just really bad. So I don't, you know, you never know there fish, I don't even eat fish, so and that's fine with me. Uh, you can avoid that all you want. I don't. I do not give a shit. Um, why some? Why do some women hide the fact that they have a child? I was dating a woman for three months, and then one day, out of nowhere, she dropped this bombshell. By the way, I have a child. You can imagine how shocked I was. This is something I would expect her to be honest about right from the start. How would you handle this situation? It's weird, you it, like three months pass and she never brought up the kid. That's that's a weird thing to me. Um, it it is somewhat like it is somewhat normal. Like if you're a woman and you had a child before and you're dating again, I know it's a little bit more difficult for like more difficult for a woman to date after she had a kid versus like a man because a man could man could easily just ignore his children and stuff like that i feel like most mothers are a little bit better than that they're like i'm not gonna abandon this thing i pooped out you know for the most part so sometimes a child can be a deterrent uh in regards to like dating and stuff like that because you know for for the most part, in an ideal world, everyone would prefer to get married first in, with their soulmate and everything and partner in crime and then have a child. But life doesn't work out that way. Sometimes people get divorced. Sometimes your mom is, is just very loose. You know, it, it's uh, like the adult diapers. It depends. And with how this uh, all depends, you know, is like that. So the reason why she would hide it is because she thinks it could be a deterrent for you. But at the same time though, 
I'm just, I'm curious how she got away for three months unless she, like, you guys only saw each other. But I feel like, you know, when you're even somewhat dating someone, like, you're talking, like, hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm just dropping my child off at school or doing something, you know, because, like, you can't just be like, I have a kid and they're just doing their own thing now. It's like, they usually need assistance and shit like that, you know? Uh, It's just like that. Someone sent me a text, very, very intriguing text about, Two people I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, usually a deterrent because uh, usually a child is a deterrent uh, in regards to dating because if I as a single man, like my preference would be a woman without any kids. But I'm also in my 30s now and uh, I cannot expect to find women in my age range to not have a kid. It's like 50-50 at this point. You know, I'm at the age where people are going through their first divorce. And so that's where I swoop in, you know, <laughs> that's where I sliver my little way in your little fucking life. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? So, yeah, um, I, I'm just, you know, it's honestly just kind of a hard situation. Um, I think if you guys communicate the situation, get over it because she's probably, she's probably in the past scared some guys away with the, I have a child or whatever, you know, like, if I, you know, if I date a woman with a child, I'm like, you know, it's not a big deal, you know, but it's, like, also something I need to keep in mind, because, you know, if you're dating someone, you're like, if this is going to be serious, the kid's going to be involved. Like, you can't ignore, the, you know, you can be like, get rid, give up your kids for adoption, uh, because you're with me now. Like, you can't, you can't do that. That's not cool. So, yeah, um, it is something, like, you have to deal with, so... Yeah, I don't know why she hid that from you. Um, maybe talk to her and be like, why do you think, why did you hide that from me? And if it's like she's hiding a bunch of shit from you, weirdly, like it's probably not a good idea. Uh, from someone who knows divorces, I know uh, from other people's divorces, so I'm an expert, is that uh, when, when you have to start hiding shit and, uh, you know, that's when things get bad. And ladies, if you have a kid, just be like, I do have a kid, but, but you know. I do have a kid, but don't expect, like, the guy to be the stepdad, you know? I don't, you know? I don't know. So, yeah, why some women hide the fact they have a child? Because it makes them look less desirable to potential potential suitors. That's what happened. That's what happened, so. Uh, oh, brother, this guy stinks! Okay, well, let's go to the very opposite side of this. My date lied about his height. What do I do next? I'm five foot two and usually attracted to taller men, but I've been open to dating shorter guys and had fun. I met a guy on Hinge who said he was five seven, but he's about an inch taller than me, so max around five foot three. I thought he meant he was short by men's standards, not that short. I get why he might lie, but feels deceptive. I feel shallow for not being attracted solely due to height. Everyone else was great. Should I ask him about it, try to adjust, make another excuse to end it, or confront him? So, obviously, um, this guy is not, does not feel good about his height, and I'm not a tall guy either, uh, so I'm like, I mean, I can tell you this. There's been somewhat of an attack, you know, I, I, I just see, you know, bitches on TikTok, you know, talk about this, how, like, how unattractive they are to, like, short men and stuff like that, and how, like, uh, short men deserve to die alone. Like, I've literally seen that shit. I'm like... Jesus Christ. And, you know, on the other side of it, it's like, you know, it's like, guys, like, I don't want to date a fat chick. Don't date a fat chick. So, 
when you're on dating sites like Hinge or whatever, men are going to lie about their height. I've lied about my height. On I've just, you know, give yourself a little bit more than you, you need, you know, you know, like, and it's like women are hiding how fat they are. And I'm like, if you, if you, you, I could probably find one right now. It's just like all face pics, you know, because they don't look as fat. Their face doesn't look as fat as the rest of their body. You know, it's like, one thing I think is important when going into online dating, you have to realize that uh, if you're looking at women, they're going to be fatter in person, okay? And men are going to be shorter in person, okay? That's something you really have to deal with when it comes to online dating. Because with online dating, you know, like you're trying to sell yourself. And uh, if you put yourself, I'm five foot seven, every woman is going to swipe left on you. They're going to ignore you. You're going to get ignored and shit like that, you're going to get ghosted, you're going to get a lot of things. You, you'll find some scammers, you'll, you'll definitely find scammers, but you will not find a chick if you give out your actual height. It's it's just, it's kind of a problem, one of the big problems with online dating is that, like, you're way too focused on someone's appearance, and not actually, like, are we compatible, are they a fun hang, are they fun to be around, and do I like being, do they make me a better person, you know, that's more important in relationships than looks, and, you know, that's a, pro- that's a real problem with online dating, um, so, like, yeah, if you're going to online date, ladies, expect the guy to be shorter in real life, okay? And, fellas, if you're online dating, expect her to be a little fatter in real life, you know? A lot of times you're not deceived too much, but, like, yeah, you're going to, like, try to sell yourself on the internet way better than you are going to be when you're, like, in person. Because when you're in person, like, they, could, they see you, and then you just have to, like, show them you're not a fucking idiot, you know? So a lot of stuff like that. Um it, you know, like every guy, if you're gonna if you're gonna online date, every guy's gonna lie about their height. Every woman's gonna lie about their weight and how fat they are. You know, it's just how it is. Everyone, every woman has touched up pictures and shit like. It's just how it is. Um, I think that you should get over it. And if this is a problem for you, you don't want someone to lie about you about their height on the internet. I would say date people in the real world. Go out into the real world. Go out somewhere start up a conversation with someone, do it the old school way. Don't, you know, don't do it online. If like, that's going to be a pr- problem for you, like then, yeah. And especially, and if you're way too focused on someone's appearance, like, and that's, you know, in dating, like just get off dating apps for the most part. It's not healthy. It's not good for you to like try to look for someone who fits every criteria. Cause no, no person you ever meet or ever date is going to f- just be perfect. You know, uh, perfect people don't exist because I exist. And so perfect people can't exist because I exist. That's how it is. So just realize that if you're gonna if you're gonna date online, people are gonna lie about them, how they look. And they're gonna all photos are gonna be manipulated and shit like that. And at the end of the day, if like you're stubborn about dating a taller guy ladies, just just listen here. Unless you get like leg lengthening surgery, which I've heard recovery time is a fucking bitch when it comes to that. Uh, we can't do anything about our height. Like, men can't do anything about their height. Like, women can still lose weight. Like, you know, men just want you to not be a fat cow. Like, you know, you can still lose weight, you know? You can still do that. You don't even have to be, like, thin as a fucking stick. You just have to uh, not be a fat cow. That's all you have to not be, you know? And so it's, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to, like, give people advice because, like, if she's like that, then ignore her. And I think most women would prefer just if someone be taller than them, you know? I feel like that's just, like, that's an okay thing to have, you know? And, uh, yeah, I'm not that tall, but I don't mind dating a tall chick, you know? It's like, just, who cares, you know? If if they make you happy, who gives a shit? Your friends don't like them because of their appearance? Like, why are your friends, why do your friends give a shit, you know? 
Uh, speaking of, uh, perfectly leads into our next question. Would you stop dating a woman because your guy friends don't think she's thin enough or hot enough? A guy once told me he was attracted to me, but his friends wouldn't approve if he dated someone who wasn't thin. I've seen men tease a coworker for dating a woman they thought was not in his league. Despite this, they've been happily married for 20 years. Yeah, um, this is kind of, yeah, so this is a dumb thing and to think about, like, Okay, why would, okay, so I have friends with wives, okay, and, and uh, you know, some have good-looking wives, some of them I'm not, most of them I'm not really, like, attracted to, you know, because it's, like, my friend's wife or whatever, and that's not really a concern for me with my friend's wives, I'm like, I wish you guys had smoke shows for wives, you know, like, that's, that doesn't matter, you know, like, that doesn't matter, and if they date someone who I don't find attractive, it doesn't why does that matter? Why would that matter to me? Like all I care about in my friends, partners or whatever is like, if they're fun to hang out with, like, that's all I care about. If they're not fun and they're kind of like a bitch, I'm like your fucking wife, dude. Uh, you know, like we all, we all have a friend with like a fucking horror show as a wife. And he's like, I want to come out with the boys to have fun. And then she's always like trying to put a damper on your fun and shit like that. You know? So would I stop dating a woman? Cause my friends aren't attracted to her. I'm like, no, why, why would I do that? I'm like, they're not like unless they because when it sounds like my friends want me to date someone attractive it kind of sounds like they want to fuck her and uh when i get into relationships i like to make specific rules that we don't cheat on each other and i specifically tell her we're not cheating on each other you know and so yeah and like you know it seems like a good way so fellas if you're worried about your friends not dating a hottie like don't care about that you should be more concerned as if she's a buzzkill, because that's more, that's more important to me in a friend's partner is that they're fun. They're fun. Not like a fucking bitch. Like that's more concerning. So we should really, if we're really thinking about our, like our friends, like who are they dating, who they're in a relationship with, obviously there's something to it where it's like, we want them to be in a, be with a good person and safe and shit like that. But at the same time, like it doesn't matter what they, you're, what they're, what they look like, you know, you know, it really doesn't matter. It just matters. The, the personality is what matters when it comes to your friends, partners. That's all that matters. So uh, we need to stop with that shit. It's done, you know. There's, like, a lot of girls in high school I would have dated if it wasn't for, like, people I know would have said something, sh- some shit about it or whatever. I'm like, you know, look back, I'm like, man, I should have got with that when I had the chance. You know what I'm saying? Man proposes and God disposes. <laughs> you know? It's what it is. Do most women actually find kind men unattractive? I'm 26 years old and have been single my entire life. Despite trying to get into relationships with women I've liked, they've never felt the same way. I don't receive likes or matches on dating apps. According to a female friend, I need to be more of an asshole because I'm too kind, but I think I'm ugly. I thought the whole bad boy thing was only attractive in middle school and high school. Yeah, no, the bad boy thing, its that'll always be attractive to every woman. Like... But the thing is with the bad boy is that it's not like a, like that's not marriage material, you know, like the thing is with the bad boy is just kind of like, what are they going to do next? I don't know. Like, it's exciting, you know, like that's, it's just exciting, you know, some, you know, like fellas, when you date like a chick, you know, your mom really hates and you're like, and you know, she's crazy too, but like she has that, she has those magic lady bits, you know, you know, I'm like. 
you know, and it's like, why would you find her attractive? I'm like, well, there's a couple things there, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, so, like, yeah, let's get into it here. Um, I don't think it's the problem with you being kind. I, we talked about this a little earlier, but I don't think it's a problem with you being kind because if a woman doesn't want to be with you because you're too nice, you know, it's just they they have a lot of problems in their lives, fellas, so just ignore that. I think, and like I said before, I think the idea of, like, he, if a woman doesn't like you because you're too nice, there's, it's not because you're actually nice. The Being nice is actually a, a positive, and only crazy women would want to ignore you for that. What basically uh, they're trying to sell you is you maybe have some, conf- you're probably not as confident in yourself, low self-esteem, and, uh, you might be a little bit of a pushover too, because you need to, you need to be, cha- you need to have a little bit of a challenge too, you know, like everyone needs a little bit of a challenge in a relationship, not a big challenge, but like, you know, it's like, I like, you know, they're, they're a little stubborn in some areas and you know what, it's kind of nice to having that, you know, like it's nice to just knowing what you're about, owning up to your flaws and stuff like that. That's what makes a little bit more attractive and stuff like that. And, you know, so I would say kind of just work on that and work on not being a pushover. And now it's like, you know, like the meme I see is like, is like, Hey, you want to help me in the showers? Like, is this your first shower or something? Because like, that's, that's funny because that means you're not like a pushover where some guys like count me in buddy. You know, like they jumping in there. I'm like, I'm too excited to do it. Like guys who are way too excited about eating pussy and it's something to get excited about. But like, you know, you can't, you have to act cool. You still have to act cool, you know, at the same time. You know, it's like, oh boy, dinner is served. Num, 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 num. And stuff like that. So, yeah, I think uh, being kind, I, I mean, you know, I, I think being kind, being nice to people shouldn't be something to deter you, like being an asshole. I think it's more or less that, like, you're not a pushover. I think that's what's more important than being nice or being yes. Like I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. Like songs are songs are lying to you. Okay, folks. I write songs. I know we're all lying to you about like when you write love songs. You're there's a lot of lies in love songs. Okay, if you've ever listened to any love song ever, it's almost all lies. You know, it's like it's like I catch a grenade. I'm not I'm not gonna catch a grenade for anyone. Okay, like I'm not gonna. I, you know, if you're if you're expecting me to catch a grenade to win your love, I'm like, we're out. Okay. That's the kind of pushover you need to be like, if you, if, you know, that's, that's, that's how you don't be a pushover. You're just like, yeah, I'm not going to catch a grenade for her. I'm like, no, no bitch is worth catching fucking a grenade. I'm going to get my hand blown off. I can't play guitar. You know, you can't even, you can't even assemble Legos if you catch a grenade for someone. So like, you know, love songs are lies and that's what they are. So, um, my advice to you would be just stop being a little bit of a pushover. Decide if you're going to be, work on that self-esteem, work on that confidence. And, uh, I think you'll be headed in the right direction, uh, and stuff like that. And also if you need to lower your standards, you might need to and get off dating apps because you're n- obviously it's, it's not going to work. You, you have to be an attractive woman to have any success on a dating app. And that's just how it is. You know, that's life. You know, we, we tried, we failed, you know, we have to try things and we have to fail things. Then we move on and learn from our mistakes. That's how life works. And, uh, so maybe you're trying to uh, make her uh, feel like a woman, a real woman, for too much. You know, it's like you're just like, let's go full throttle, and that's not attractive. That's that's how it is. Um, what is something most people need to hear, but no one has the guts to tell people? All right, so I heard this from Bobby Lee uh, a couple weeks ago on a podcast. Uh, he said, uh, "If you don't know who Bobby Lee is, he's a comedian, hilarious. We don't." 
check out Bad Friends. It's like one of my favorite shows. He basically was on another show and everyone's like, why don't you have a stand-up special out? You know, it's like, you're one of like the best comedians, but you don't have a stand-up special. And he's like, why do I need one? And you're like, that's true. Why do you need one? Like I'm a musician. I don't need to release music. I don't need to write music. I can just play music. I can still play music. It's like not a big deal, but you know, that's who he is. And so his response to a lot of that is he said, nothing you achieve is going to fix you. And, uh, I've been like sitting on that for like those, like as long as he's ever since that episode released. Cause you just stand and think like nothing you achieve is going to fix you. Cause I sit down and think to myself all the time. It's like, if I can accomplish this or if I can, you know, maybe get some numbers up here or there on or whatever here. And maybe if I get this song out to someone and they like it and they'll like me, you know, it's like none of that's going to fix like my personal problems. Like that's not, you know, I, like my mind is always like, you know, if I, my, you know, if I can get this music career going, I can make bank and then I financially, you know, my whole life will be better. And I'm like, no, it's not, you know, because it's like the people you want respect from aren't going to respect you. It's not going to fix relationships. It's not going to like bring back people from the dead or any other mistakes you made in the past. Like, it's just, you know, nothing you achieve is going to fix you. And like, I've been sitting with that, been wrestling with that. It's like just what, that's what's been keeping me up at night. And uh, there is some harmony. There's like stress when it, when you say it, but then there's also harmony when you realize it. Cause it's like, let's walk through the world. And you know, it's like, whatever, you know, whatever I do here, wh- every time I pick up a guitar, I'm like, nothing's going to fix me. And like, you know, I pick up a guitar, I play, you know, I can play for the, the best crowd and just have the night of my life. Not going to fix your problems. And that's just, uh, Something I wish I would have heard, I wish I would, that's a good advice I wish 16-year-old me would have learned, because you think, like, oh, if I, you know, I get this, you know, I finish college, get this degree, get get out, you know, get into a studio and show my work, like, it's, it's not going to fix you. Nothing's nothing's going to fix you. You know, achieve, achievements don't fix you. Uh, what does fix you? I don't know. So, don't, <laughs> I, if I knew, I wouldn't, I would have given you that advice, too, so... Yeah. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And our last question. You're going to bum me out a little bit. How to end things with a girl I've had sex with. There we go. This will boost my boost my mood. Uh, I met this girl a few weeks ago, and we've been intimate almost every night. I, do, ha, I hope to develop feelings and an emotional connection, but that hasn't happened. And I feel less invested than she is. How can I end things without seeming like I just wanted sex? I struggle to connect with people and can't change how I feel. I, I, am, I was hoping a connection would develop after being intimate, but I can't continue leading her on when I know it won't lead anywhere. Huh. That's good. So I think something you need to realize, though, is that, and I think that's like half of the problems I get sent on the show is just like, uh, so I want an open relationship. I want to, but my partner doesn't. How do I do it? I'm like, it sounds like you guys, sounds like you really want, need to break things off and like move on, you know? And people, people try to like salvage relationships and stuff like that. Like I know a lot, you know, there's a lot of parents out there who would, who would prefer to just be, like sleep in separate bedrooms and just still co-parent and shit like that versus getting divorced. Like there's a lot of people out there like that. And I, you know, I don't know what to say, you know, and in situations like that, you know, it's like, I wish you guys would get back together, but you know, you're still thinking about your kids and you don't want them to have divorced parents or, you know, it's like a complicated situation. Uh, but breakups are not easy. Breakups will never be easy. Uh, anytime you have to think about breaking up with someone, you know, 
it's not easy. Everyone, and like I said, like a lot of people are trying to try to salvage it or try to fix it or figure out a way to still be together, but but then like they want to fuck other people. You know, like everyone's trying to do all this stuff. So the thing is though, there is no easy way to end a relationship like that. You know, unless like the only way I would say is to get her to hate you and to break up with you. Figure out a way to like that's the only like the only real way to like break up with someone easy is to get them to break up with you because then you won't be as sad. You know, hopefully if you go into the mindset I'm like she's gonna I'm gonna get her to break up with me. You know, don't be like, what? And like some people get mad, like they get broken up with, you know, and stuff like that. Real problem. So yeah. Uh the thing is there's no easy way to break up with someone. Uh hard conversations are always have to be had. And uh she she's probably not gonna like it. Uh, I'll give you that. She's probably not going to like it and think you did use her. You could try to, you know, uh, keep it going for a little bit longer and like do a lot of boyfriend shit and then realize, and then realize it's not working out, you know, and shit like that. So, um, yeah. So at the end of the day, breakups are hard and, uh, you, you have to suck it up and do it or convince her to break up with you. You know, those are the two answers, the real answers. There's, there's no way to easily break up with someone. I don't think that's the case. We, you can act like you can act like it, but it's not easy. It's not easy. You could say like mutual and like civil with each other, but it's not easy. Nothing. It's that sh- this shit is not easy, and it's hard uh, to do. And uh, gonna make her really not feel like a feel like a woman, a real woman. She's not gonna feel like that. And I guess that's everything I have today for this episode of Cancel Sweezy. Happy Valentine's Day. Everyone, make sure you're checking out my music under Shweezy, social media at the Shweezy, Patreon, Cash App, PayPal, and go on our YouTube page and leave comments and shit, and then subscribe, and subscribe over on the audio platforms, and give us a review and a star rating, whichever number you want. Uh, Rest in peace, Toby Keith. You will always be remembered to me, at least. Uh, Honk if you love butt drugs, and stay awesome, everyone. Sam put your name at the top of his list And the Statue of Liberty started shaking a fist And the eagle will fly and it's gonna be hell When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing a bell And it feels like the whole wide world is raining down on you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Thank you for tuning in to Cancel Shweezy, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast, and joining me on this incredible journey. I hope you've enjoyed the valuable insights and engaging discussion I brought to your ears. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button now. By subscribing, you'll receive automatic updates whenever we release new content, keeping you in the loop with the latest episodes and topics. Subscribing not only guarantees that you'll never miss a beat, but also helps support our show. Your subscription plays a crucial role in helping us continue to bring you high-quality content and maintain our podcast growth. So whether you're listening on your favorite podcast platform or watching our YouTube channel, take a moment to click that subscribe button. Join our community of passionate listeners and be part of the journey. Personally, I appreciate your support, and together, we can make this podcast even better. So don't wait any longer. Hit that subscribe button now and stay connected with us. Thank you for being part of our podcast family.